Jake. Yes. Let's get this shit started. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, Trotter World and our listeners out there. Hopefully, everyone's having a good week. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. And this is the Writer's Block. So, Jake, let, we got a couple things we got to talk about before we, we go into our, our normal spiel. This week, we're talking about what? Query letters. Oh, see, I hear query letters, and I think, like, query letters, like, they're kind of gay, but this well, is a whole different Yours, <laughs> yours would be kind of gay. Yeah. Mine, mine would, would be, be kind of gay. Mine would be hot pink sprayed with some, like, perfume or something like that. Like, Ooh, on legally. Fancy. Fancy. But we don't do letters like that anymore. No. Not, no. No. Which is just, it's, <laughs> can you imagine writing that and then sending them out, like, handwriting them all out and then sending them out to age? Like, that would be a fucking Well, thank heavens, thank heavens that they stopped doing the handwriting part very long time ago because at least they had typewriters yes yes they do they did have typewriters i guess <laughs> i guess oh jeez. <laughs> i just i don't know um yeah so how was your week um my week so far has been pretty good it's uh my husband has been in Philadelphia for a work thing. Woot woot, um, holler. But he gets home tonight, so I'm super excited for that. Boo. Listen here, you. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> really, it's been, it's been pretty casual. It hasn't been that bad. That's good. Brandon, what about you? How has your week been? <laughs> I've had a fucking week, but... <laughs> Let's, let's let's dive into that a little bit more. I don't know if we want to dive into it, you know how I feel about talking about myself. It makes me feel weird. Not Listen, really. Anyway, you are so weird. <laughs> none of our none of our usual listeners believe that for a fucking second. This yeah. week was rough. Friday, um, scheduled an oil change, and they said they need to fix a part on my car. Fine. They said the part alone was like three hundred fifty dollars. Okay, whatever. Just an unexpected bill, right? So then I work my 12 to whatever many hours at the second job on Saturday outside in 95 degree weather, no shade in solid black on brick in the God knows what the humidity was, but worked for at least 12 hours, then went to the gym afterwards. And then someone broke into my locker and stole all my cash. Yeah. Which is just crappy. Which, you know, it just sucks. Which was total bullshit. But I will say I bit the bullet and I, I started to go fund me just to recover my losses on that one. And everyone, I want to say thank you to everyone because um, I met my goal. I actually went past it a little bit. I really appreciate it because that, as Jake knows, I stress a lot about that kind of stuff because I'm on a very tight budget. Um, yeah, that is an understatement. This man makes his dollars stretch a very long way. I don't know how sometimes, but I do. I, it's what we got to do, right? But it, I'm there. Uh, so we'll see what they say t- Friday when I go in to actually get the oil change. But I want to say thank you to everyone that helped with that. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and then this week at work has just been, it's been busy. I've been trying to get stuff done because we're, it's our busy season at work for prepping for fall for school to come back. And then just a lot, like just I'm entering my phase in my editing process for my new books, um, which as Jake knows, and he's starting to experience is not fun to go back and have to completely re-edit. It sucks. So bad. (laughs) Not fun. Especially when you're like, it's so good right now. And then you get, feedback and you're like oh my gosh it's horrible i might as well burn it yes so that's been fun uh and then starting another business where i'm gonna start you know if people want to do want me to do editing for them because i've had a lot of people asking me lately i'm gonna have to start charging them and maybe that'll help a little bit but that's been my week so it's been it's been interesting yeah just another week so as usual Jake, before we go into our topic, our big topic, and 
our side topic. How, where can someone listen to the show if they are not able to make it tonight? Don't forget to find us on podbean.com. You can find all of our past episodes there as well. Um, yes. You can also find us on most of the um, podcast servers. Uh, anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find us too. Yes. And if you'd like to participate in the discussion tonight, please hit that microphone on the bottom left corner of your phone and you can join in. So, all right, let's start one thing at a time here because we're going to, we got to talk real quick about, we're going to take a break for a little bit. We're going to end next week is our season finale, season one, which has been tremendous. Amazing. I want to thank everybody. I'm sure it's, it's been, been so, so much fun. fun. But Jake and I talked about it and we're just going to take some time off. Probably we haven't decided on a final date, so I don't even want to throw that out there. Uh, but next week we're going to talk about, what are we talking about next week? Oh, writing a protagonist. <laughs> I fucking like, make this schedule. Like, Jesus. Uh, writing a protagonist, and then we're going to do that. But just so everyone knows, the week after that, on the 28th, um, is Jake's birthday. So he's going to be 40. I know. It's so awful. <laughs> I'm really not that worried about it, because I'm getting toys for my birthday, so... Oh my god, yeah, we had this discussion. You're getting <laughs> you're getting a bunch of my little ponies, so good for you. Yay. Uh, so um make sure everyone wishes him happy birthday on the twenty eighth. All right. As usual, before we get into it, Jake and I kind of bounce back and forth on a weird topic for the week, um, just to touch base and kind of warm the crowd up a little bit. This week, Jake, <clears throat> some unusual events have been happening lately. Okay. okay. And it's about orcas. Do you know anything about orcas? Yeah, I love orcas. Orcas okay. are pretty cool. So lately, they've been acting very peculiar. Have you seen any of this? I have seen some of this. God, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> so, so for those of you that don't know, orcas have been basically sinking ships. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about. heard of thing that has been started... And they think it's by one specific individual that is now teaching family members and other pod members. And uh, it's kind it's, of scary. It's kind of crazy, right? Because it's like, oh, because they're highly intelligent. Like the orcas are just, each pod is a family. They have like their own family groups. And then they each have like their own language and variances on those and stuff like that. But highly, highly intelligent. But the, they've been sinking these ships for no reason. Like, they're just sinking them, and they're taking parts from them, too. So everybody's like, what the hell's going on? But <clears throat> th this past week, I want to say within the past two days, there's been a very large amount that's been, like, 30 or 40 of them spotted off New England. Now, like, the New England coast. Really? Yeah. Like, they're like, this, is ad this isn't normal by any means. So... I, I'm interested to see what it makes me think of like when they talk about like the animals rising up like this is this is the world we live in right now right like uh like James Patterson's book zoo yes right like that's literally what it makes me think of crazy I also have been following along with um there I don't know if you saw this Brandon but there are um, melanistic orchids, orcas that are, um, like white. Yeah. And, uh, there's, they're not super common. Um, there's only been a handful of them spotted, hmm. um, in total. I did not know that. And they're really I, pretty cool. So orcas don't normally interest me that much. My strange, my strange animal addiction is snakes. They, Scare yeah, the living snakes scare you. I don't I know, know why that is a, get an addiction super, for you. I get super weird with snakes. Like I'm just, but they're fascinating at the same time. Like, yeah. Anyway, it's like when you go and watch the uh, the documentary Titanoboa. That's super cool. I mean, I don't know about super cool, but I am all about the animals. So I am. We, we know. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on with the topic tonight because I don't want people to get bored of us. 
not that we can be boring because I hear we're pretty funny. We I might think. be sort of funny, but I mean, I, I think the maybe they one. could get bored with us. Jake's not funny, but I'm funny. I I am definitely not funny. <laughs> Absolutely funny. not. You're like a you're like a British humor. You're just like dry. I am very dry. I very dry. have a very dry sense of humor. So so Jake, what is a query letter? Query letter is the letter that you send out to an agent or a publishing house um, to get them interested in either representing you or publishing your book. Okay. So I know we've kind of touched base on this, but we wanted to, Jake and I wanted to circle back on it because it is such a big topic. Like I know. Yeah. Last time we talked about the querying process in general and it was a lot to handle. Yeah. So tonight is specifically about query letters, mm-hmm. um, which are really difficult for to write. They just are. Okay. A lot of people really struggle with them. Um, okay. So what should, what's a good opening for a query letter? Uh, bef- so really quick, before we start with the opening portion. Oh, okay. I want to say that when you are opening your letter, you say, Dear so-and-so, previously, like in the past, people have always said, like, um, you know, write, dear Mr. Mrs. uh, whatever the agent or publisher's name is Mm -hmm. or to whom it may concern. We want to avoid that at this point. If you are going to say, dear anything, you're going to say dear and then use their first and last name. Okay. a lot of this is has come up because of uh, gender pronouns and things like that. It's a big deal to make sure that you're uh, not misgendering people, um, and that also you are being kind of square across the board. Okay. So um, you want to you want to be specific on that. You don't want yeah. Um, also, statements. make sure that when you're writing your query letter, you make sure that it is addressed to the correct agent. Oh my! Not, <laughs> not a different agent that you might have already sent a query letter to. So and one also, at a time. Like you want to write them one at a time. Well, you can have a, a general format and stuff, but you definitely want to make sure that it says "dear" yeah. and then yeah. the correct yeah. agent's name. Yeah. And then uh, definitely, you want to. Um, make sure that you spell their name right if nothing else <laughs> yes i mean and then there's that website where you can find that information on how to spell their name right what was the name of that website again so there's a ton of different websites where you can find out where to spell their name um you can use query tracker you can use manuscript wish list um you can get one of the um I believe it's Writer's Digest that publishes them. Every single year they send out a, they have a book published where you can find out all the agencies, which um, which agents from those agencies are currently accepting submissions, what they're looking for, that type of thing. Okay. Um, so those are all great resources to find those uh, agents or publishers' names. <laughs> okay. So we start off. Dear, insert name. Yep. Dear, insert somebody's name. Okay. And then, so there are two minds here that that you can go with. You can go with kind of your stats of your book first, um, or you can put that at the end. And I like to do it at the beginning, and I've gone, I've done it both ways. Um, but of you have. <laughs> putting it... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> um, uh, so doing the stats at the beginning really gives the agent a chance to make sure that you are querying them for the right reason. It gives them a chance to be grounded um, in in what your book is actually about, um, the age group that it's for, the genre, um, kind of gives them all the stats that they need to know what they're getting into. So, and, and that's important. Okay. So when you say that, can you just list it out? Like 
YA, this many words, blah, blah, blah? Or do you need to, like, work it into a paragraph? Well, obviously, as writers, we need to work it into a paragraph. I mean, well, you better I, be Don't able say to obviously <laughs> like it's a stupid question. If it's you're going to, like, downplay it, then I'm just going to stop asking questions. It like, is not a stupid question by any means. Um, the big thing there is that you want to incorporate it into a, into a paragraph. Um, okay. Before you do that, though, there is another piece to the puzzle. Um, and that is if you have a personal connection to the agent or something that kind of draws the agent's attention. And so you would say something like, um, dear so-and-so, I saw on manuscript wish list that you are interested in finding a horror romance. Um, okay. And I think this book of mine would fit that bill. So... Okay, so name, dear, so insert name. I found you on blah, blah, blah. I see that you're looking for me, right? I see that you're yeah. looking for urban science fiction. I, um, my story, insert title, fits that or something like that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean by that? Okay. Yep, absolutely. You can okay. also do, there's also other ways to approach that. Like if you personally <laughs> met the agent at a writer's conference and... Right they requested materials or anything like that. You want to put that in that first paragraph so that the agent can kind of place you. Okay. Okay. So, and then, the, then that leads into it's, this is what the story is about or it's not. So, so then, then that leads into the stats. So, stats. You'd say, okay. so, so you'd say my book is for you. You would say my book is, uh, adult fiction. It's, um, science fiction it's um x amount of words um and that's another thing that you need to be uh aware of is that you want to list out the length of your book not in pages not in uh characters but in word count word length um, and you want to take that word count and you want to round it to the nearest hundred hundred okay or the nearest thousand so depending on what you're writing if you like with mine, mine's a series. Would that be a good place to put that? It's a young adult series, or it's designed to be a series. Like, would you want to mention that then? Okay, so there's a lot of debate on this. Um, a lot of times, especially for a brand new author who has not been published yet, um, you want to basically say that this is your book and you can say that it has series potential okay um oh. we we uh most people especially when you're querying you don't want to write the entire series right because a we don't know if the agent is all into that b we don't know if the publisher is going to be up for having it be a series which means that your book has to be able to stand alone. Okay. Um, so, ideally, so missing like potential series. Yeah, might be good. Okay. Yeah, and and something simple, just as simple as has series potential is great. You don't even have to mention that though. That could be something that you can talk to the agent about if your okay. query letter gets far enough along. Okay. All right. So first, is there any other stats you should put in? So you said. Genre, genre, uh, word count, word count. And... Obviously, your obviously your title. <laughs> yeah, um, it needs to be in there. Okay. Um, for a lot of authors, you want to list um, your the age genre that you're writing for. So, like okay. mine would be middle grade for a lot of mine, um, or young adult. Okay. Um, that's four things. That's not that much. I mean, four or five. Things. It's it's that's... not that much. And then the other thing that you want in that first paragraph or last paragraph uh, before your bio, if, if you get there, is you want comp titles, comparison titles. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, we have already done an entire episode on comp titles. Yes. So if you yes. are so struggling... Go back, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to that one. It's a really big deal to have 
um, comp titles. And really quick here, we'll just kind of cover a few things with those. Um, your, your comp title does not have to be the exact same as your book. In fact, it shouldn't be. And if you've got a book that is exactly like another book, it's probably not a good thing. So um, we'll, we'll use mine, for instance. Yeah. Um, so New Age Gods would be like... Uh, shit, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amer- so... It would be like... It would, mine would be like American, American Gods meets... Uh, Greek mythology or something like yeah. would that that work? So, okay. so those are those are kind of general. We we want at least two comp titles. Um, they the two that you use should be books. You can add in a third that's like a TV show or a movie or something like that if you want to. Okay. Um, but the two should be books that have been published in the last three years. Um, nothing older than that. Um, and you want to be careful not to comp yourself to like, I'm going to be the next Harry Potter. Like you, you want to make sure that you are uh, comping books that have done well, but that are not cream of the crop, um, because it's going to be a big stretch for agents to believe that you have written that. <laughs> So, so middle, middle of the road. Sort yeah, of. middle, middle of the road. Things that have done really well. Um, upper middle aren't... class. We'll say upper middle class. Upper middle class. Upper middle know? class. Okay. What we all strive for in this in this wonderful country. Uh, yeah. So we need to talk about that. Anyway. We... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so with the comp titles too, you uh, they don't have to be like I said, they don't have to be exact, but they do have to have something that connects them. So you could say my book has the heart of this or my book is, has the same themes as this other book. Um, so comps don't have to be my book is exactly like this one. You want to kind of pick and choose the things that are really strong within your book Mm -hmm. and find books that have similar, um, strengths. Okay. All right, so that's the first paragraph. So that and, is your first paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, and, and if anybody has anything to add, please feel free to jump in on this conversation. This isn't designed to just be Jake and I talking. Um, it's an open dialogue, open discussion. So if you have any questions or comments, please hit that mic and jump in. Okay, so Jake, second paragraph. What, 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 do, what do you do at that point? Okay, so with... <laughs> With query letters, you will have uh, sometimes a second, third, maybe even a fourth, if they're kind of shorter paragraphs, that are listing out what your book is about. It's, okay. a, it's, this, is the, this is the bread and butter of your query letter. So if nothing else, these paragraphs have to shine. So would this, if comparatively... Would this kind of be like the blurb on the back of the book? Um, yes. I mean, to a different, like, uh, taking it up a notch, but you but need yes. to tell your story in this in these three paragraphs. Yes. Okay. And in those three paragraphs, you need to answer some very specific questions. Uh-oh. Okay. Get your pens and pencils or whatever ready. What do you need to answer? Your first question that you need to answer is, who is your main character? Okay. I know that sounds really simple, but it can be not so simple. Um, Depending on what you're writing, like for instance, because I write middle grade, I want to list the age of my my main character, my protagonist. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to make sure that their, their name and their age at least is is written there at least in that first sentence okay ideally because that really gets your agent's attention as far as whose story this is now again we'll we'll go on mine yes i have 
You I have, have a large freaking cast. I have a cast of, of characters. Twenty, se- well, seventeen characters in my first book that the story follows. So how would I? How does an off? How do we approach it from that perspective? Okay, so here's the deal. You even if you are writing a dual point of view or a tri point of view, even if you have seventeen characters. <laughs> In your novel, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it doesn't, I'll say this, it doesn't end with 17 characters. It does not end with 17 characters. <laughs> I will agree. We do cut down a little bit. Um, with, what you want to do is write your query letter from a specific viewpoint. Okay. So even if you have a dual point of view, one of those characters is going to be more prominent, have a larger arc. They're going to be me. And if you... Jake, you're cutting in now. Oh, no. I think we lost Jake. And I know nothing about querying letters. (laughs) Uh... I am. How are you? Can, can you hear good. me now? How are you? We, we can uh, hear you. I can I hear you now. <laughs> and thank you for jumping in. Um, <laughs> is where you would flub just a little bit. Okay? <clears throat> and I'm going to okay. pick up where Jake left off, if that's okay, until he pipes back in. That is... Um, you want to go with the character that is the most interesting and give his, okay. if you have a tagline for him, you know, something that's special about him or her or there or them, whatever it is, you want to give that perspective. Okay. Just something to draw the agent in so that they are propelled to read your synopsis. So give them. So, that makes sense. So Yo, no, so, that makes sense. Yeah, you want to have them make some sort of connection to that character, so they keep reading. Right. Yeah. Because the whole point of the query letter is to get to the synopsis. Okay. And I have a little different take on queries since I query a thriller instead of, you know, um, there's not a lot of agents who accept thrillers, mm. so it's a different diagram than the typical query letter interesting i didn't know that and i want to jump well, into that more to, M. you have to have a hook yeah okay and in the beginning of my query letters i always started out with something that kind of i tr- kind of tried to connect with the agent such as um i think the last ones i sent out was uh, dear Mr. Dwayne, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I hope you've settled in with your favorite be- beverage of the day uh, so that you can sit back and enjoy my synopsis or something like that. Um, but just kind of trying to do something different because they read the same stuff that you get on the Internet day after day after day. To me, that first sentence needs to catch their eye. Okay. Not like, you know, hey, I'm your next bestseller. Yep, that goes in the trash. <laughs> yeah, that goes straight to the delete. I'm done. Moving on to that one. Moving <laughs> on for will, that one. I will hand down something it. like, you know, if you <laughs> found that. out that uh, Melissa Stepp, who is an agent that I queried, you know, like in the beginning, she had mentioned somewhere on Twitter that uh, she loves mocha lattes. Ooh. And so I had jotted that down, and I said, I hope you're settling in, you know, with your your first mocha latte of the morning. And um, I'm glad to see that, you know, you've pulled up my email or something like that for the Sapphire Ghost. Um, is Jake back on yet? I think Can you hear me? I'm, I'm back. Up. Hello, Jake. Hi. Um, and that's exactly what I was him? talking about, is getting in Brandon, there. Brandon, can and... you hear him? I can hear him. I can't hear him. <laughs> I... Raise your hand if you can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. 
as long as Brandon can hear me, I'm guessing it's being recorded. So, <laughs> as long as everybody else can hear it, we're we, got the th- we got the we got the thumbs me. up from Kathleen and and Jacob and Roxy. So I think we're okay. I think we're good. I think um, it's me, so I'm going to leave and sign back in and listen to Jake. All right. Thank you, Em. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. So what Em was saying is exactly right. You want to find that that personal connection that you can open with um, that really kind of says, you know, I've done my research. Like Em said, she found it on Twitter that they loved mocha lattes. Like that's not something that everybody would know that that agent loved their mocha. Um, and so that's a, a connecting point. And you don't want to okay. be like super over the top creepy about it. <laughs> um, there, you can go too far with those. Um, you don't want to be like, you know, I love the color of your bedroom walls or something like that. That is okay. No, that's no. Fucking, no, fucking, that's yeah, creepy. that's just creepy. And we don't do that. <laughs> I mean, mine are beige. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, go ahead. <laughs> you know, you can even um, mention, you know, I love seeing the pictures of you and your cat, Max. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, just just keep it professional. That's the biggest thing with that one. But I love the fact that, uh, that M found mocha lattes. That's awesome. Um, I got a personal jumping... uh, re- uh, rejection back, though. Hey, if you're going to make it personal, they better make it personal, too. That's my take on it. Um, so <laughs> the big thing that I would say moving back down into the main body of your email is uh, you want to get your character listed out there. Um, the second thing you want to list out is what your character wants. Okay. So, so for instance, like in, <laughs> give, in us an, give us an example. So, so say, Brandon, Charlie, say Charlie in the chocolate factory, Charlie in the chocolate factory. Charlie yes. wants to do what? What is Charlie? What is, what does Charlie want more than anything in the world? He just wants his family to be yeah, happy. He, he wants his family to be happy. Okay. So we take that and we ask then our next question, what is stopping him from getting what he wants? The fucking rich world. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> sorry, that me. came out of nowhere. Where the hell that come from? Um, I don't know, what, what was going on there? Jeez. Uh, yeah, that was kind of dark. Uh, I mean, I guess that would be kind of right though. Like he can't, it's- the, they're, they're poor, right? Yeah. And, and he can't provide the type of life they they just don't have the type of life that he really wants to give them right and so when we're looking at charlie and the chocolate factory um he wants to help take care of his family he wants his his mother not to have to work so hard he wants all of these things for his family to have so that you know his four grandparents are not sleeping in the same bed um, God, the house would have to smell so bad. Yeah, stinking so bad. Yeah. Anyways. you know, especially with you know all the laundry and mending and everything that his mom does. And so you you take that and you, then you we say, okay, Charlie can't have that for his family because they're poor, because they don't have a lot of money, because there's not a lot of opportunity, um, and he does everything that he can to. Uh, to help them as much as he can, but there's not a lot that he can do. So that's right. preventing him from getting what he wants. Then we ask a really, really important question. And that is... Hold on. That is... <laughs> <laughs> that is... What is at stake if he doesn't get what he wants? Are you asking me? Oh, I'm so asking you. Oh, uh, his family just stays where they're at. <laughs> yeah. And is, is that acceptable for him? Uh, I mean, I guess it is, but he wants, he just wants it. He wants more. Yeah. He wants, he more. wants more. And that's okay. Um, 
so then we kind of we we talk about the the stakes we we say okay what happens if he doesn't get what he wants or the opposite what happens if he does get what he wants then they get the chocolate factory then they get then they have this whole entire brand new life and it becomes this amazing thing and um it's it's marvelous yeah. and their life their life turns out to be something great okay so is that so, it that's, that's all you need that's in a quarter letter so those are the those are kind of the four basic questions and the, like depending on where you go with things you might have five questions or but, but the basic basics of it is is you want to take the first 25 to 30 percent of your novel and get that on the page so that you get the agent or the publisher wanting to read more that's the biggest thing is you want those agents to be asking for more pages you want to leave them saying oh my gosh i have to read this that is the entire point of a query letter is to get the agent to ask for more okay and this is open if you guys have any questions please feel free to jump on and just just jump in here that's perfectly fine <sighs> um so is that that's is that it for the query letter is that all no nope we're not no. done yet oh, he said he said no no well obviously i mean okay. we've still got quite a bit to do okay which is well, you better speed it up here a little bit because you got 20 minutes left we do hold your horses <laughs> it is okay i'm not gonna hold your horses my little pony like calm listen down here listen here my dear friend brandon <laughs> there are real ponies too not just the fake ones but they don't Brent. all have they don't all have cutie marks, so that's different. They don't Anyways. all have cutie marks. <laughs> I, um, I think Jake. I think Jacob has a question. Go for it. Okay, for, maybe not. Uh, I have. Uh, I'm trying to set up the space. Jacob, I think we're having a little bit of trouble hearing you. Yeah. It's all right. We'll We're get to having... Jacob in just yeah. A that's second. okay, Jake, Jacob. If you, if um, we had you for a second and then we lost you. And then we lost you. If you can't get it in, um, just put your com your question in the comments and we'll get to it. That's it happens all the time. Uh, so Jake, what what's next after after we do that? Okay, then next, what you're going to do is you're going to have a paragraph where you have some personal information about you. It's kind of like a mini bio. Ideally, it's going to have um, writing-related awards or credits, um, things that, that are, you know, special to you that, that are, that are writing-related. Now, a lot okay. of writers go in there, and they don't have that. They don't have... Yes awards and all these other things. And so you have to come up with a bio that is catchy, that kind of tells the agent just a little bit about you without being over the top. See, Or I'm you can go in and say why you are the best person to write this particular book. Yes, 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 yes. And that's the other option that you have. Thank you, Em, um, is, is you know, what makes you the expert in this area or what makes you the best person to tell this story as opposed to somebody else? Okay. I'm so to, I'm processing. That's you I'm you are more than welcome to process. So <laughs> like when um, I was I've clearing... had the pleasure of... Go ahead, Em. But I had the pleasure of reading um, the query letter that my agent sent out to other to the publishers and where yeah. he kind of souped up my bio and, and said you know awesome. why, you know I was the person you know because my background of working with youth and my my dedication for working with young people is the reason why I felt propelled to you know write this particular novel <coughs> Which is awesome that that you've had a chance to see that because um, that's another thing that a lot of authors don't realize is that once you get an agent, that is only the first step. 
your agent then has to go out and basically write a query letter and pitch your book to publishers. They're pitching you to publishers. Yeah, they're pitching you to publishers and you saying, hey, hey, you should definitely pick this person up and you should pick up their story and you should publish everything that they ever write, period. Oh, see, I'm completely sellable. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm down. Let's do that. Working the corner, I mean, Brandon. You've got to start thinking. <laughs> oh, you've got to wait. Start thinking of yourself as the product. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I want to go back to what Jake just said. Did I hear sass? You heard and so much sass, and I'm what? so proud of myself. I need you to <laughs> say that very clearly, what you just threw at me. What did you just say? I said, you said, I am very sellable. Uh -huh. And so I said, Brandon, working the corner. <gasps> yeah, I totally said it. <laughs> I need to finish it out. Thank you. That was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the soundboard down. <laughs> you are I did not do so that. Far. I, I know you didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. Um, I hope that was a blast with like, it, apparently. This self, this. Oh, that wasn't okay. That's not the one I thought it was. So, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, Jacob, apparently, apparently now I'm working the corner for my book. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Em. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, so, did you want to hop on and say something? He did say, one day I'll be vocally involved and the tech will allow me. I'm completely ignorant about queries, letters, and haven't known what they were until I joined the community. Love it. It's really, here's the thing. Until you start writing that book and until you join the community, you have no idea that you have to write a query letter. I didn't even know that you needed an agent when I first started writing my first book. <laughs> I just was super excited about it. <laughs> I, like we said, and you guys might have missed it at the beginning, I said, you know, queer letter. I thought that was just like a gay letter. Like. And, and it, <laughs> like I said, for you, Brandon, it is definitely going to be one. <laughs> but Blame. that being said, Brandon is going to start his querying journey before too long. And so this is a really important topic for him it to is. kind of dive into so that he understands what is required out of this query letter. Hopefully by the time we come back for season two, I'm now in that realm of being a querying. You will, you will be querying by that point, I promise you. <laughs> I've been querying for many years now, but- Thank like... you, smart Alec. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that was brilliant. That was funny as shit. Anyway. So for, Going back to our topic, for instance, on the, you know, bio part, one of my favorite things that I threw on there was um, I didn't have any writing credits. And so that wasn't something that I could do. But I did list that I am part of writing communities, things on things here on Twitter where I'm part of critique groups and things like that. Um, some of the conferences that I have been to. But one of my big things was to kind of highlight myself um, a little bit for the, the agents. And so I put that I was a Jake of all trades and stop. stop. You did not, you did not say that. Oh, I so said that. And it oh, was wow. brilliant. And I got so much positive feedback on it. <laughs> Finding stuff that can, can kind of show your personality a little bit, um, is ideal in this section. Okay. You definitely want to, to, you know, really show not just that you're an introverted writer and you're nervous about everything, but we want to really jump in there and say, hey, I am a unique individual. You really want to represent me because I am so much fun. So uh, as our listeners, would I regularly, regularly participate in an online critique group, which was what we kind of are, right? Yeah. You could put that on there. You could totally put that on there. Nice. If somebody did that on the query and like tagged us in it, that would be awesome. I would totally be down for that. I'd be down for that. I'd be okay with that. Um the other thing that I put in there was that I my family fully supports me in 
my obsession with horses, um, baking Weird. fancy cakes, and becoming a a published author. And so it let the the agents know that hey, you know, like on a personal note, like I have a husband. That's something unique. I have kids. That's something unique. That type of thing. We want to put in as much uniqueness into our bio section as we possibly can. So it would be, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. I know you're going to, I know what you're doing. I'm going to know you have no idea. I'm already regret saying it and being like, I have a strange obsession with. Oh, I I knew this is what you were going for. I have a strange obsession with, (laughs) with dinosaur erotica. Like, I can't get over it. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. (laughs) Would that be appropriate or no? Right? I think that that one could be appropriate depending on the type of book that you're trying to uh, put out there. (laughs) It's like, it's like, don't do it. Don't do it. I I think that that would be perfectly acceptable if you were trying to find an agent for your erotica novel. Okay. You tell me an agent that actually publishes erotica. Um, I'm sure there's one out there somewhere, but I don't know any off of the top of my head. Don't That's not usually a genre that <laughs> <laughs> I will uh I will have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I wanted to actually put that on there, but I just thought it'd be funny. You had to mention it once. I had to mention it. I got to think of that something weird for next season. Thing. That is your thing. I think, I think maybe next season we find a different topic, and I have to bring it up every single every episode. single episode. I am all for you finding a it's new like, topic. It's like it's like the Easter egg, right? You got to place it in there somewhere. It's just a maybe. It's yeah. like I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's all good. We've got it. In, we'll we'll get it in there, and it'll be good. We'll get it. That's what she said. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm done. I I walked into that one. I will agree. It's fine. Um, So the last part of our query letter is our sign-off. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for your time. You're so nice to have read this. Like, I really hope that we can work together, and I hope I hear from you, and I'm so excited for this. And please don't do that. Please Please don't do that. And the reason being is that obviously you're you're sending a query to an agent. This is what they do for a living. So yes, they're going to read your query. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not a matter of this, that, or the other. (laughs) Um, You don't want to be over mushy, gushy about it because... They read, like Em said, they read hundreds of these, hundreds of these a week. Every single agent that is out there will tell you that they get slammed and bombarded with the amount of query letters that are out there, Um, which is another reason why you have to make sure that this piece of writing is absolutely 100% polished. Um, The easiest way to sign off on your letter is... Thank you for your time. Just something really short, something really simple. And then sign. Obviously, you're going to sign off with your name. Um, Depending on the format that you are um, submitting this query letter, you can also add things like your phone number, your Twitter handle, any other social media platform handles. if, Wait, if, go ahead. Well, I just thought of a random question. Okay, random right. is good. So contact. So basically, you maybe contact information. Um, what if you're using a pen name and not your real name? Okay, you like, use your pen would name. Would you Would you want to mention that somewhere? Um, you don't have to. Okay. You can actually just go through and just say this is from me and use your pen name. You can absolutely do that. Um, so when you talk to your agent, um, you can definitely tell 
you know, if an agent is to the point where they're, they've asked for pages, they're ready to offer representation, you can say, hey, this is my pen name. Okay. Uh, but it's not something that you have to divulge. Now, I want to bring this up. Okay. It's, it's not Dino Erotica. Okay. I'm so glad. Got it. Email. Email address. Do you... Yes want to i recommend and i'm in the very early stages of this like my toes not even in the water creating a separate email that's very professional because you don't want like bj king 69 at yahoo at yahoo to be the email so help me if you use that email address for anything brandon anything besides your closest friends We absolutely would like to have this be a professional (laughs) um, email address. And that brings up another great point, which is when you do decide that you are going to start querying, I suggest having a specific email address specifically just for querying that you use when you send out queries that you put into all of the forms on like query, query manager, Um, If they go through that service, um, that way you're not getting random query rejections and things in your standard email or your work email or any of those. Okay. And then you're not getting all the spam and everything like that as well. Yeah. Yep. It is specifically just for your querying. Now, since I have queried and have received an agent, I use my... Uh, email address that I made for querying for a lot more now. Um, yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Um, you are having way too much fun with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get used to this through season two, so y'all just be prepared. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Um, so it, it is, it is an email address that you can use past that point. Um, so like my email address is right on Jake. And, and uh, that's one that I can use for this show. It's one that I can use for contacting my agent. It's something that you can keep using after you're done querying. But it was really important for me because I found out really quickly that receiving rejections on your queries was not something I wanted to deal with every day all the time. Oh, joy. Um Jacob wants to know, is a personal website acceptable for a signing off attachment? Um, you can. Uh, ideally, you would have an author website. And I know that sounds really funny. Um, to This is kind of a tangent, but I know that sounds really funny if you haven't got an agent, you haven't got a book published or anything like that. But having an author website ahead of time can can't hurt we'll put it that way um i don't have one yet it's something that i am going to have to be working on um the the author website will tell your agent a lot more about you you can have a longer length bio you can say it can be like a blog posting where you're posting like this is how far i am in this book so far that i'm writing that type of thing um a personal a website is not going to hurt anything. It's absolutely going to take uh, the agent um, up close and personal with you, which is awesome. Um, And you better believe that a lot of agents are going to, if you do put a personal website or you put any of your social media handles, they are going to check those out. Like, so just be very aware of that. Make sure that you're, content is professional to some degree um nobody wants dino erotica all over their you know they're gonna look at that and go oh my gosh i'm never gonna get an agent (laughs) this man's obsessed you are going to get an agent they just want to see that you're not like there i know that there are certain agents out there that are going to um avoid really strongly political people for instance um there are other agents that might you know uh not love the 
you pick a fight with every single person that's on the internet or yeah. um there's there's red flags that they look for. There's like, red flags that they are gonna look for and and never it, come back online and tank an agent because they rejected you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You so. whatever you do, this is in a lot of ways the publishing industry is very small. Do not do not you're going to end Bad up on mouth the blacklist. Yeah, you will end yeah. up on a blacklist and nobody will touch you. And nobody wants that because we all want to get published. Well, that, yes, is a lot of, that is a lot of information. It is a lot of information. Um, so the, the big things, again, to recap, make sure that you have, you are opening your greeting with the correct name, make sure that you are giving a data paragraph, whether that's at the beginning or at the end, make sure that you're going through and giving in the body of that, the query letter, you're giving all of the, the stakes and everything else for your main character. Make sure that you have a bio that has some personality to it. Oh, one other thing. And this is really, really important um, for your entire query letter. And that is make sure that your query letter has voice. And voice is just the way that you write. You don't want to have your entire story written and have it be very voicey, have a lot of voice in your story, and have your query letter be really dry. So we want to kind of mirror the vibe and the feel of our writing inside the query letter itself. Getting voice in a query letter is difficult, but it is totally doable. Well, again. <laughs> I know, I keep adding I mean, that's, it's a lot to It's a lot to break down, but I think you just have to, you just have to do your research and... Take time with it, right? Take your time with it. Take your time and with it. Some queer, uh, some genres require you need to have a hook. You need to have yes. a one sentence hook that catches the attention of the agent so much that they think it would catch the attention of the public. Yep. And having those hooks in regardless of genre is important. Like even if you are writing like I do middle grade, um, have a hook at the beginning, something that draws them in, like, uh, just a meetup one, like, um, Ben didn't know he was going to die on the first day of school. Mine was the monsters are no longer under the bed. Perfect. Perfect. Ooh, and I love one. that. That's a good one. Em. Have something that catches the attention of the person reading that whether, and, and here's the thing. There are public, smaller publishers. There are publishers that will accept non-agented submissions. And when you do that, you're writing specifically to the publisher themselves. It's the exact same thing as writing a query to an agent. You're just writing to a, a business instead. Um, but getting that hook, getting that, that catch in there so that these people say, oh my gosh, I have to know more. I have to read more is so important. And I just want to, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. Only one, only email one agent per agency, correct? Um, so with that, check the agency rules. Okay. Whenever you're going to query an agent, let's say you've done your research and you said, I like this agent go to their agency web page, website and make sure that you go through their submission rules. Kind of standard across the board is don't query more than one agent at the agency at a time. Okay. Um, there are agencies that, and they're getting fewer, which is awesome, where they say, if you have queried one agent and they said no, it's a no from the entire agency. Yes. So just be aware of what the agency's rules are when you're going to um, to query 
and really, really, really do your homework on agencies and the agents themselves. Okay. Well, Jake, that is our hour. I know. It's kind of crazy. It went by super fast. It goes by, it always goes by super fast. Like we do that every time. One of these days we're gonna have to get an agent on here and see if they would be willing to talk to us. Yeah. Well, you can, we can totally look into that. Look into that. We'll worry about that next season, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. So if you haven't listened to us, make sure you go to Podbean and find us on there. All of our past episodes are readily available. We're pushing 300 ep- listens. Which is lovely. Which is crazy. That's crazy. Uh, next week, we're talking about... The hell are we talking about? Protagonists. Oh, <laughs> writing a protagonist. <laughs> I. Uh, we're I, gonna talk after this. We're gonna have to have a. We're gonna. We're gonna have to have a conversation. I didn't sleep well last night. My brain's all like mush right now. It is all good. Um. um so we. So yeah, that'll be next week. That's and then we're we're done. We're done with this season, season, which means we will come back towards the end of summer. And we hope you will all join us then. But next week is our final episode of this season. So make sure and tune in because we want to say hi to everyone. Yes, and hopefully everyone has a good summer. And we will see everyone next week. See you next week. Thank you.